Hey everybody, this is Hunter Howard. I'm the lead pastor of Encounter Church. Here at Encounter Church, our vision is helping people encounter God. And that's what I pray and hope for you today, that you will encounter God through this message. Enjoy. Ephesians 2, 18 to 22. Now all of us can come to the Father. All of us. Come on, say all of us. That includes me. That includes you. That includes everybody. All of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done for us. What an amazing relationship. And in a few minutes, we're going to baptize in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit because this is all about a relationship. We come to the Father by the Holy Spirit because of Jesus, because of what he has done for us. So now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners. You're citizens along with all God's holy people. You're members of you're members of God's family. Next word, together. Back one slide. We're members of God's family together. Come on, say God's family together. We're his house built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. And the cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. We're carefully joined together in him becoming a holy temple for the Lord. And through him you Gentiles are also being made part of this dwelling where God lives by his spirit. We're being made into a dwelling for God to live by his spirit. We are God's family. We're his house. We're his dwelling where he lives by his spirit. And it's very important to understand that the way that this happens is together. Not separate, but together. Come on, say together. The word says here that we're God's family and that together we're being formed into his house where he literally lives in the earth through us. We're his family. We're his temple. 1 Corinthians 12 says the human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body, right? I mean, look at your body. You have many different parts, but you only have one body. So it's the same. So it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews. Some of us actually, most of us, if not all of us, are Gentiles. I don't know if we have any true Jews in the house, but some are Jews. We're all Gentiles. <laughs> some, are, some are slaves, and thankfully we don't have to live through that today in our, in our nation. But you know what? In some parts of the world, some are still slaves, okay? Some are free. Thank God we're free. But we've all been baptized into one body by one spirit. And we all share the same spirit. Let's go to verse 27. Let's read this phrase here. It says, all of you together. Notice that. All together. Come on, let's do it like kids' church. Ready? Come on. All 
together. Hold on, I, I got to do it a little different. Christ's body, and each of you is a part of it. All together, each. Come on, say, all together, each. All together, each. We're all different. I mean, we really are, and, and uh, you know, our church is, one of the things I, I love so much about Encounter Church is how different we are, how diverse we are, but guess what? All together, each, as different as we each are, we are each and all important. You know, I don't give much attention to my pinky toes. <laughs> Except for the, you know, well, I mean, I wash them every day, but I occasionally cut those, you know, the pinky toe has those weird toenails. <laughs> but did you know, who knows what, if you lost your pinky toes, what would happen? You'd lose your balance. We're all, I mean, t pinky toes are kind of a different part of the body, especially that toenail. Maybe you have beautiful pinky toenails. I do not. Okay. But, but, but it's an important part of the body for the body to function properly. Come on, say, we're all different and we're all important. Now turn to the person next to you and say, you're different. But you're important. <laughs> settle down, y'all. Settle down. Settle down. So, what's the deal? Disciples need each other like a family needs one another. We help each other. We strengthen each other's weaknesses. Because guess what? I may be strong in something that I can help you out in a weakness. And you may be strong in something that you can help my weakness. We all have different strengths to help one another. We all have different gifts, natural talents, as well as spiritual gifts. And all together we make up one body. All together we make up a family and we need one another. Come on, turn to another person and say, I need you.
Somebody said, I don't need you. <laughs> together, all together, we form God's family. And what is the purpose of God's family? Are you with me? What is the purpose of being God's family? To be his representation in the earth. Because God wants everybody in his family, but I don't know if you've noticed everybody isn't in his family just yet. He invites everyone into his family through Jesus Christ. By the way, the only way into the family is through Jesus. There's one way to the Father. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and no one can come to the Father except through me. There's one way into the family. And we've all come to the Father because of what Jesus has done, because of his death and his resurrection, because he's now the king, right? He's our king, and the Holy Spirit has, we just read it, has baptized us. He's brought us into the family. The reason you're in the family of God is because the Spirit of God brought you to the family. The Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit showed you Jesus and brought you into the family, right? But we have a purpose now as a family, and our family is to represent God in the earth so that many others can be brought into his family. Do you know somebody that's not yet in the family of God? Guess who's got to go get them? Say me. That is our purpose. Our purpose as God's family is to represent him on earth. In fact, it says we are being built into a dwelling. And a dwelling is just another word for house. It's where somebody stays. It's where somebody lives. And God, the omnipresent God, who is everywhere all the time, chooses to make his presence known in the earth through a family. Come on, say, we are a family. All together. Each is important. We're all different and we're each important. So all of that to say today, I want to encourage everybody, not just those who are in the encounter retreat, but all of us. Be an active, connected member of the family. Come on, tell somebody, don't be a loner. Besides being, the fact that being a loner is sad, most loners don't make it very long. Also, look at me. Don't be one of those members of the family who never comes around. A disinterested, disconnected family member? You know any of those? Maybe you are one. Okay. Don't be that guy that only shows up at Easter and Christmas. Be an active, involved, connected member of the family. Live your life connected because that's the way a body functions properly. Speaking of pinky toes, cut that sucker off. 
And a few days later, it's going to be rotten. Because body parts, you know, in order to stay alive and healthy, need to stay connected to the body. And so it is with the body of Christ. Too many Christians disconnect from the body and end up unhealthy and eventually dead. Don't get disconnected. Stay connected. How do you stay connected? Relationship. Discipleship. Say, where do I connect? Well, if you're a man, connect and encounter men. By the way, we have an encounter men encounter retreat next weekend. You ought to be at it. We have a, a monthly encounter men's discipleship meeting, a monthly encounter women. We have loud youth. We have wake. We have encounter kids. There's something for everybody, okay? There is a place for you to be connected. But listen to me. I want this. I really want you to hear this and, and, and receive this and act on it today. Don't just come to meetings. Connect with humans. The disciples became disciples not because they heard Jesus teaching the crowds, but because they followed him around everywhere. They ate together. They went on trips together. They served others together. They got on boats together. Live connected. Be an active, connected member of the family. Okay? We'll continue to talk more about discipleship in the future, but I want to move on to an important part of discipleship that we're going to do today, which is baptism. Because baptism is kind of like officially joining the family. Okay, that, that, that's really what it boils down to. We've been baptized. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit has baptized us into the family of God or the body of Christ. So the Holy Spirit took us from where we were in the world and he brought us into the family. And when we are baptized in water, it is a declaration of that reality. That now we're in Christ and we're in a new family. We're in the family of God and we go into baptism as a symbol, as a declaration or proclamation of that. Water baptism declares our new relationship, our new allegiance, and our new family. When we go into the waters of baptism, it declares our new relationship with God, with God's family, our new allegiance to Christ, and we no longer belong to the world. We now belong to Christ and to his family. Okay? That's what we're going to see here in just a minute through baptism. Romans chapter 6 verse 4 said, For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. Why? Because Christ died on the cross to do away with sin. So when we come into the waters of baptism, we're saying, I'm dying to the life of sin like Jesus died 
in my place on the cross for sin. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we may also live new lives. And so when someone goes under the water, it represents death to the old life. We were laughing yesterday because we had the flowers up here on the top, and it looked just like a coffin. I mean, and the steps weren't there. They were, you couldn't, it looked like a casket. Like, are we having a funeral or what? And I was laughing, but I said, I couldn't think of any better way for a baptistry to look because baptism really is going to die. It's going to leave behind and bury the old life. But when you come up out of the water, it is a declaration that now I have a new life. And because Jesus rose from the dead, I also rise to new life. Amen. We're not just forgiven. We're free. We have a new life. Baptism is something supernatural. It's not just a ritual, y'all. Baptism is not just a ritual. For some, it is a ritual. But if you truly are baptized in faith, something supernatural takes place. I don't know how he does it, but something happens when you go under that water and come back up. Something supernatural happens when we're baptized. We do the Duncan, but the Spirit gives new life. And we're going to witness that here today. Dead to the old life, alive to the new life. Come on, somebody say, a new king, a new father. A new family. We have a new king. His name is Jesus. And now we serve him. And we don't serve the world. And we don't serve the devil. And we don't serve ourselves. We serve King Jesus. We have a new father. God is not just God. He's my father. He's your father. And we have a new family. The family of God. The biggest family in the earth. And baptism is a declaration of all of that. All of that. It's a happy funeral. Funerals are not normally the happiest thing, but this is a happy kind of funeral. We want to bury that thing. It's like an engagement. Baptism, baptism is like an engagement ring. When you give someone an engagement ring, what does that say? This one now is taken belongs to me and when we when we baptized when we're baptized it's saying now I belong to Jesus and I can't belong to anyone else anymore I don't belong to the world anymore I have a new master my life isn't my own. My life is now his. Baptism is like an engagement ring. Baptism is also like putting on the team jersey. Right? Like whose team are you on now? Whose team are you on now? So have you decided to follow Jesus? Have you gone public about it? 
See, baptism is going public about the decision you've made in your heart. Very important. Baptism, the water in there doesn't save anything, any, anybody. It doesn't save you. Baptism is just saying, I'm saved. Yeah? Going into the water doesn't rescue you from sin. Going into the water says, I've been rescued from sin. Going into the water says, I have decided to follow Jesus. And I want to let everybody know. I want to make it official. I want to show the ring, right? I want to show what team I'm on. I want to officially join the family. But before we do that, I just want to give an opportunity. Is there anybody today that came and you have not yet maybe joined the family? Maybe you haven't been born again. Jesus loves you. He came for you. He went to the cross and died for you, died your death, paid the price for your sins so you could be forgiven, so you could be restored to God, so you could have peace with God and relationship with God. And he brings you into his family when you put your faith in him. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really believe God spoke to you through his word today and is moving in your life. If you'd like more information about Encounter Church or you'd like to give your tithes and offerings, you can visit our website at EncounterChurchAtlanta.org. I'd also like to invite you to share this message on social media. Thanks again.